Welcome, my friends, to another edition of the Marvel of Horror, where we discuss all things past and present as they relate to the horror genre. I'm your host, your friend, your fellow horror enthusiast, Bruce Marvel, and today's guest is a dear friend of mine. We've been friends for a long time. Yes. No, no, go on. We met at high school where he specialized first in auto tech and then went yeah. on to the welding, uh, welding shop where he met me. Also with our mutual love for uh, Stephen, Stephen King, King at yeah, the time. We, uh, uh, one of us was reading a Stephen King book and approached the other. We will, we will get to that story. That's okay. a good story. Okay. We'll get to that. Um, he's an Army veteran, specialized in intelligence. We also played lacrosse together. Also played lacrosse together. We've been friends for a long time. Clinton Winhurst. Welcome to the Marvel of Horror. Thank you, everybody. Happy to be here. So, I asked this of everybody, uh, and I want to get, and you've probably told me a million times, but I want to know anyway, because our, our fans we don't know, or people we don't know, right, don't right. know this story. What was like your, what was your initial introduction to the horror genre? Like, what was, what made you All a right. fan? Was it a movie? Was it a book? Was so, it an experience? I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't remember the exact, exact movie, but my grandfather, we, and I, you know, like little, little, like probably too little, um, <laughs> like really like between four and six years old, Yeah. go down in the basement and we would watch, uh, you know, the original Frankenstein, Dracula, um, even, even the silence, yeah, okay. su such as, um, you know, family opera, um, I love the the silent version of Jekyll and Hyde. Yes, because John um, Barrymore. Yeah, Barrymore yeah. just cuts loose and actually looks like he's literally beating the hell out of somebody. That and definitely, uh, I mean, I, like I said, I love I love all the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde's over the years. But yeah, I think, yeah, they each have their own. They each got their own thing. <laughs> but I I watched it not too long ago and I wasn't as impressed. But when I was a kid. There was a made-for-TV one with... Jack uh, Lance? No, no, no. I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. Not bad. Michael Caine. See, I... Okay, I... I feel like I've seen it. Yeah. But I can't, I can't remember it. And it's one of those movies... It's one of those movies where I've never... Now that I'm talking about it, maybe yeah, I'll go back yeah. and try and find it. But I know the one with Jack Lance, but mm -hmm. like real quick, going back to the right. John Barrymore one, I think... It, He's definitely one of, if not the creepiest looking Mr. Hyde. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. They, they really didn't fool around with uh, makeup. And with everything being dark and then that, that shine. Yeah, well that and that and the fact that it's like, so he looks, he looks so ghoulish. Yeah. And he doesn't talk. So like your imagination on how that guy his would voice sound. And, yeah. That kind of plays a big part into what I think. So, so I've, I've actually, none come to mind, but I've, I've actually watched horror movies and swore that there was like a theme, like 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 a song or something that goes, and then watch it again. Real and there wasn't, but for some reason, yeah, some sound or whatever is associated. Um, Do, well, you know what? Like you talk about, you talk about drag. Like I don't know if this really plays into what you're talking about, but it kind of does. Like so, Dracula, yeah, the Balagosi, yeah, classic. I always wondered why. I always wondered why they chose Swan Lake. As the opening music, like now I associate I associate Swan I, Lake with Dracula, and it's like I don't know why did they pick why did they pick I could I could tell you the <laughs> the creepiest sound like in my brain ever of all time is uh, Renfield 
in that. And he's like, nah, uh, uh. Yeah. And I, I used to like go to sleep sometimes and, and hear that in my head. Someone was talking about Dwight Fry not that long ago, and I was like, man, here's a guy who probably had... I mean, he's he's almost in like all the classic Universal movies. He's, he's he's always, bit, yeah, yeah, but he's always just like he maybe got one line. He's maybe got this. Like he's very like, yeah. But when you watch Dracula, I mean, the guy yeah. has serious acting he's got, chops. He's got, oh yeah, he's definitely the best Renfield I've ever yeah. seen. Creepiest Renfield he, he played, I've ever um, seen. Uh, Fritz, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. For those who aren't in the know. In the original Frankenstein movie, the character's name was Fritz and not Igor. That is true. Yeah, that is oh. true. Like I said, we're not we're not we're not the experts, yeah. but we know a little bit. Yeah. We know something. Everybody. Well, I'm, just, well, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm just throwing out a little bit of knowledge so you guys are aware that I'm not just here. Exactly. No. <laughs> um, Please, I'm telling you, like when this. When this finally starts hitting like YouTube, mm -hmm. people are gonna be like, "I don't even know, understand why this guy has his own show. He don't know shit." Right, right, yeah, precisely. <laughs> what, what? No, they are going to say that, but that's fine. I don't care. Why, why they Leave your comments. Flannel wearing douchebag. Does a guy owe Bruce money? Yeah, right. <laughs> or no, I mean, does does Bruce owe him money? Is that why? Nah, like I said, you know what I mean. The show, the whole point uh, of the show is just like, hey man, we're guys who like this. We talk. Yeah. I don't expect I don't expect guys to know everything because I don't know everything. Right, and right. I and I'm kind of glad. Like, there's a lot of horror movies I've never seen, and I'm kind of glad because once you've seen them all, what's the point? <laughs> so, so one of my guilty pleasures is the spaghetti western. Yeah, and and even that genre has like 500 <laughs> free. We like to stray off the path a lot here at the Marvel Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, like westerns. I mean, there's there's a lot of really cool. We got to do an episode where we talk about like some horror westerns. The, the Quick and the Undead is one. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it or not. I've never even heard of it. Uh, it's I definitely a, have to watch it's it now. Such, it's such a guilty pleasure. I mean, I mean, well, it, it's horror and western, so the production value is like... I mean, I think I have more production value if I sold my six-year-old shoes that I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, so it's, you know, um, something happens, there's a lightning storm, and then all of a sudden the you know people... Like zombies come out of their graves from Boot Hill, and the, the, the sheriff and a posse have to go out. It's, it's this and that. I mean, that's a theme for for a lot of them. One of them um, has a ninja in it. Oh wow! <laughs> it's it's I yeah. Well, oh, well so horror stuff like well, real horror. Well, okay, so I'm waiting. We'll we'll get to the we'll get to the topic of discussion in a minute. We're not. If you can't guess, yeah. if you can't guess what it's going to be. Um, one of them, I'm actually still waiting for it to come out. So Danzig, yeah, my favorite, uh, my favorite guy, my favorite vocalist, my favorite uh, band. He um he's into the movies now, and he's kind of like the new, he's kind of like the new Ed Wood, really. Okay. So uh, who knows, man? Well, I mean, so he I mean, made like it's at, like he made it but it's not like i guess like a production company hasn't yeah, picked yeah. it up he's made a vampire spaghetti western oh oh i, I might have seen that. death rider in the house yeah. of the vampires i'm waiting we're like, like i'm waiting for it to come out oh, i know it's gonna be bad with dan saying you know he's he's metal i guess like so he he i, I think those guys like rob zombie are kind of kind of hit or miss like yeah. rob zombie did some good stuff but then he also did 
some bad stuff with the the remakes of of the Halloween. The thing with Rob Zombie is like okay, so the the Halloween Rob the Rob Zombie Halloween. To me, the theatrical version. Yes. Not the director's cut. Okay. I think the director's cut yeah, is garbage. Yeah. Like the whole thing is garbage. The theatrical cut of that movie, I think, is if you cut that movie, yeah. If you cut the first twenty-five minutes or thirty minutes out of that movie, and you show it to where, if you just if you just show the scene, if you could edit that movie to where he kills the people, mm-hmm. maybe show him like once or twice with his yeah. mom and and Loomis in the in the in the sanitarium and then you cut to he's older and he escapes and you show the movie from then on it's actually not bad I like the Loomis actor I don't like him as Loomis that's one cool thing about like doing this like it's actually made me go and do more research on these movies and well, these I mean, actors that I thought we have about. To, to, to know what we're you know, talking about there's some so Bella Gosi used to do theater and that he, I did I didn't know he did theater yeah. right did you ever see there, and there's clips of it online did you ever did you know he played like Jesus in a you know like a theater version I don't like a theater version of like the, the so the, I guess it's like the um I guess the station to the cross yeah really. I've that was in was that in Bulgaria yeah, maybe all right um so that's one of those things where if you named like 10 actors I'd say it was Bela Lugosi because it's one of those I remember hearing it before, but yeah. if you straight up said, you know. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you actually see the pictures yeah. of him as Jesus I mean, with the long hair and stuff, it's like, wow. It's what what sucks with those guys is he, I mean, he was penniless at that. Yeah. And now movie stars are, because I mean, that, essentially that's what he, what, I mean, he wasn't like, for, for what he did, for being in a horror, he was a superstar. He was. I mean, there was what, I mean, so, he, um, him and Carl, like, so Karloff, and I was actually talking about this like, recently. Like, um, modern day Robert Englund. Yeah. And I was, like, I was talking about this recently, like, Karloff, I think Karloff was, like, already pushing 40 when he got this, when he got the Frankenstein yeah, role. Yeah, and I recall he was up there. What did you, well, did up you, there for the time. What did you, so actors back then... You know, they were part of like contract deals, and they were getting like yeah, back then, like they were really, really abused. You, know, you were owned by the. You were owned by the studio. Like, I heard like some weird um, way they would abuse Shirley Temple if she didn't get her lines right. Yeah, well, yeah. they did that to Karloff, and yeah. like, uh, and you know, it's funny, like really, really off topic of horror, but you know what movie kind of pokes fun at that, and it's actually, but it's actually really accurate, is the Three Amigos. That's a great movie. But, like, the whole thing is like, hey, we want more money. <laughs> and the guy's like, you're contracted to do this next movie. And they're like, well, if we don't do this, we're not doing it. And he's like, fuck you guys. Yeah, there's there's guys so many silly. Like, but that's that's how what, things were. What's my favorite line for that movie? Uh, we're famous. He's infamous. The infamous? Yeah, because it was infamous. Yeah, <laughs> the infamous. We're famous. He's in famous. Well, you know, my whole, my favorite thing is like, he starts, when he starts going on about like a plethora, he's like, you tell me there's a plethora, you don't know what a plethora means. He's like, could it be that you're mad at something and you're taking it out on me? Is it, are you mad you're turning 40 today? Nah. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a comedic Magnificent Seven with three people who don't even know that they're 
It's a great movie. Gotta say that. Yeah. It's yeah. a great movie. Oh, definitely. Um, horror. Horror. <sighs> so, but, yo, look, like, like, Karloff, like, Karloff was actually one of the founding people of the, um, Screen Actors Guild. So and they formed the Screen Actors, and they, 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 uh, they formed the Screen Actors Guild to help to give more rights to the, actors, actors because they were just looked at as like these contract right. workers they could just abuse and say, God, now you're working. Bullshit, you're working 16 hours a day, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the only reason they got lucky in, in Dracula and they could only do 12 hours is because uh, Dracula the, was, was being filmed during the day. And there was a Spanish version that was being filmed at, at night at the same time. There was time. a Spanish version that was being filmed at night. And a lot of people, a lot of fans would argue, rightfully so, it's a very sound argument, that that's the better movie. Uh, and I'm got, and it's, it's not, it's not strictly because of Bela Lugosi. If they would have, oh no, no. If they would have got Bela Lugosi. It would have been to do the lot to do right, his scenes. Right. Bella, Bella Lugosi definitely nailed it. Uh, if Bella Lugosi would have played the same, would have played the the guy Dracula in the Spanish version, yeah, that would be the best version of Dracula. But uh, listen, well, the Spanish version I saw was still like um, not not like vocally dubbed. Have they have they done that or? Nah, just, I've yeah. never seen it. I've always I'm just like, seen it in Spanish. Why, why am I gonna read this when I can just? Flip over the seat and yeah. watch it in English, but no, it wasn't bad. No, nah, it's good. Like I said, I think a lot of the, uh, a lot of people argue it's the better movie because, for one thing, the guy. So, watching the original Dracula, watching the Bela Lugosi Dracula, like the guy who plays Harker is like very annoying, very. Uh, well, I mean, but that was that was the actual acting back then. Well, I, and Mina was kind of annoying too. I thought Harker was annoying. Any iteration, I think he's annoying. But, I mean, but he's, he's really... He's slightly... I mean, he was barely British in uh, the uh, Bram Stoker's track. Barely British? <laughs> he wasn't British at all. Are you kidding? I mean... They, uh, that, was, that was strictly... I, I that was strictly, like... I I, that was strictly the studio going to Coppola and be like, he's the hottest thing. I, you know, I, I kept waiting um, for, you know, Bill Preston, Esquire... Yeah, that's Preston. You show up. Yeah, yeah. I was. His, I, his no, I, okay. So atrocious. I was more waiting for him to be like, "We've got to <laughs> stop Dracula." I am an FBI agent. Oh, no. because <laughs> I think yeah, I think he was still in Utah in Point Break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a way. Yeah, well, that was what that was like ninety or something. Something like 92. that. I mean, yeah, I mean. It's a shame. Do like, I have, a, I have a love, fact check. Yeah, fact check us. Fact check us in the comments, please. Right, right. Uh, we're not ashamed to say we don't know. Well, he's not. I am. Well, you know, it is what it is. You know, yeah. what I mean, like, uh, but the, like, I, I want to do. I'm going to do an episode strictly on Dracula because I haven't talked about the Lee Draculas yet. Oh, okay. So, so that. you mean a broad? I would love to do a broad, like mm -hmm. you know. Thing about Dracula, like I did an episode on Nosferatu, which is really cool. I really like the '79 version of Nosferatu. The that, that is legit. Well, one we talked... of my three or four favorite vampire movies. One of my things with the '79 version is 
I can't, I can't not see Klaus Kinski when I see the vampire. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, and, and, and I, it's not, I, and it's not because he did a bad job. I think he did the best job with what he could, with what yeah, he did. And yeah, it's a beautifully yeah. shot movie. It's just, I can't, I can't distinguish. <clears throat> he, I feel like if you're going to, I feel like anytime you're going to do a Dracula or a Frankenstein, you're going to do one of these iconic things, mm -hmm. iconic people, you got to go with a no-name person well, I mean, because you're not going to be able to not see that actor. But he, so he was very, very difficult to work with. Yeah. So much so that only one director would work with him because they were really good friends and he knew Klaus Kinski needed, needed money because he was always like assaulting people and getting sued. Yeah. Or um, just stuff. And the guy, the director, actually wrote a book called Klaus Kinski, My Best Friend, My Worst Enemy. I've, I've heard of that. Book. Yeah. Well, you and I are, are, are both horror comedy throw out here, Abby Normal. Yes, so, very Abby Normal. Uh, well, you know, that, and that's a cool thing, man. Me and you, like you, so you have, it's always cool talking to you about but, anything relating to like literature or movies or anything, because like you actually just have a very, you have a very just knowledge of like all that stuff like you've you've yeah, read a lot of yeah. books you've seen a lot of movies you when, know a lot about when the I cult. get into things I yeah get you get into hard. things um I'll see stuff um the like the movie the uh, summer the summer midsummer midsummer they like yes. the runes, midsummer yeah midsummer. like the runes that they used in that that's were, what I mean were actually the runes that were used in Northumbria in England. Not at the not never in you know the you know Scandinavia. So I I did an episode about that. So I was kind of delving into that yeah. um, into that movie a little bit. I mean, a great movie. It's one of those movies where I like it more the more I see it because the more I like pick up on things. There's a, there's a lot to take in there if you're is, just seeing that movie for um, the first time. I I was blown away the first time I saw it. Dude, Nicolas Cage said that Midsummer is what. Wicker Man should have been. Oh, yeah. So that, that says a lot right there. That says Wicker a Man, lot. You know, being a cla the classic that it is. The original Wicker Man is a, like a really fantastic movie. I mean, a lot of, I mean, any horror, any horror fan would probably say it's, it's the quintessential folk yeah. horror movie. Unfortunately, it's not in English, but there is, uh, like an extended version of Midsummer. There, yeah, and I know has, like, there has, is. And it's like, and I mean, it's extended, like thirty to forty-five yeah, minutes. It's a, like it's that. a, and it's already like a pretty, pretty long cut movie. Oh yeah, it doesn't feel like that well, when you're watching it. Uh, they did the same thing with Apocalypse Now. Yeah, the redo. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Well, they, you know, going back to the House of a Thousand Corpses. Right. Apparently. Oh my God! There's what? there should be there's oh. a whole nother. There's a whole other cut of that movie I think we'll never get to see. Because I've, I've looked into that and, and I've heard that it it's one of those Hollywood rumor things that can't okay. be proven. Uh, I, obviously, I could be wrong, but from what I'm, well, I'm not wrong in that I read that it's you know. Um, more of like a myth than anything, or probably an exaggeration. My guess is they had another half hour, and people were going out there saying there was like an extra, you know, three or four hours. Well, I know he was having a lot of problems when he was trying to release that movie. So that movie, I remember seeing. Um, I remember seeing the trailers of that movie like almost three years before it really came out, and I okay. think because like a lot of people didn't want to like release it because of like 
the nature he had in it. And I'm like, then you go, I kind of go and watch it. And it's like, you know, there's a lot more. Like when I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is pretty gruesome, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of worse things oh out there that people <clears throat> put out. No, no kidding. 100% legit. Oh. House of a Thousand Corpses is legit my grandmother's favorite movie. She's <laughs> 85. That's all. Well, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's awesome. That is really yeah. awesome. They're just also like, what? Well, you know, so speaking of different cuts of movies, that kind of brings, that could bring us right into Halloween. It can. We'll, we'll segue the, into the actual subject. The topic of today, mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? The 1978 classic uh halloween and some people argue is john carpenter's finest movie uh, some people argue that it's probably one of if not the greatest horror movie i mean a lot of fans would argue for that know, it's definitely in my top five uh it's it's in my it's up it's up there for me um you know the, that the exorcist uh maybe maybe another movie or two that just just isn't coming to mind but it's it's definitely it is the quintessential definement of the slasher film it is and it's definitely like over you know being a fan yeah. of horror being a fan of the halloween right. being a fan of the halloween franchise loving all of its uh many many mm -hmm. faults the franchise not the movie, oh my god yeah we'll get it we'll get into um, it yeah um it's definitely yeah it's definitely one of those movies that like no matter who puts out a countdown or puts out a list, you know, it could be like every year when Halloween comes around or anyone's doing their most shocking moments for Halloween or <coughs> movies or horror movies, it's always yeah. in like the top five and or top ten. And it should be, rightfully um, so. When when it when it comes to slasher movies, anyone in my mind that doesn't put Halloween first, it better be a proto slasher along the lines of say psycho because it was the first yeah, so i can understand respect for that that you know position yeah to me to me uh, to me psycho tcm is good oh yeah well okay so psycho i i, I look at psycho as like what black sabbath is mm -hmm. the heavy metal like obviously and you know obviously yeah. obviously metallica Right, right, right. Is a is a way more talented band than Black Sabbath is, but you would not have Metallica if not for Black Sabbath. That's where I made the comparison, and I say that with the most right. with the utmost respect. Course, like I love Psycho, so and it's like yeah, it's it's it is the Black Sabbath of uh, slashers. Yeah. So, so, so we're both questioning each other about things to see, you know, like a. Um, to, to further educate if the other one doesn't know something always happy to learn more absolutely uh, and if, if if bruce says it um 10 to 1 it's gospel so that's not true but i appreciate that five 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 to one it's gospel <laughs> uh, and um so i want to see if you can tell me Ooh, yeah pressure's on two things <laughs> in which Psycho directly, directly relates to Halloween. The franchise, let's say. That's Halloween. Okay, well, I think if we're doing, uh, you know, degrees of separation, uh, obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom is in Psycho, the okay. famous scene. I can't, her name escapes me right now. 
uh, the, uh, the, uh, but you know, like the first screen queen, the first screen queen, yes. The uh, Alfred Hitchcock's famous blonde for that movie. We know he was big into uh, getting blondes for his movie. Yeah. What, what does the the mother have to do? Just her relationship to Jamie Lee. She also was in um, H two L. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. she was yeah. in H two O. Yeah. That's right. I they even I, think, I think I've I think yeah. I've blocked there's, out H two O from uh, my from my mom. I've not blocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly, but I have not as much as the Buster Rhymes fiasco. Well, that Buster Rhymes, was, yeah, Resurrection. Oh man, Resurrection no, yeah, so bad. She, well, you know what? Her and yeah. her and her mom also was in another John Carpenter film, which I'd love to do one day. Oh, with the um, Fog. What's that? The Fog. The fog. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, that, that's probably my second favorite. Actually, you know, that's my third favorite John Carpenter film. Okay. Let's oh, see. We're so, behind the thing. Behind the thing, yeah. yes. Halloween, the thing, the fog. Uh, that's my. That's my. I go Halloween, thing. Um, I I I've always had a soft spot for vampires. I think that the character Valak, you're the guy that played him. You know who 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 that was, right? Refreshing, dude. It was the same. Dude with the ponytail, the ponytail bad guy in Karate Kid 3. Oh my god, is yeah, John Silver? A, yeah, John Silver, same dude. Yeah. I did not do that. Oh yeah, it's, yeah that's Valak. And Holy shit. Yeah, I think Valak is like that. Just, if I think vampire, I'm thinking Valak, which is which may be why I'm putting, you know, putting it as my third. We know what I think, uh, John, so I think his whole... Vampires have their, like, vampire movies, like, it's always cool to see when people, directors or whatever, bring, like, a new kind of origin to the start of, like, the vampire mythology. Mm -hmm. I think John Carpenter's vampires, whether you love it or you hate it, I, I, I actually the, do like the, that movie. I don't, I don't well, take, I don't take my man serious as a bad, as a, as a hard case. Um, who? Who don't you take serious as a hard case? Dude, uh, like, Crow, Jack Crow. Are you sh who, really? Yeah, like J James Woods. I don't, James, I don't, I don't, oh I don't, I don't take James Woods as like this serious really <laughs> badass. I'm like, what? This fucking I mean, guy. He, he, uh, <laughs> he over. Uh, he does. I, I'm not gonna lie. He does overact. The I think the way they introduce him, him being the first vampire. Yeah. It's like really cool. It's like a reverse, that, the reverse, the reverse exorcism. I think that's really great writing. Yeah. I, no, I I do too. Um. It's fan. It's fantastic. Now, there's this one scene at the very end where like he's got the cross in his. He gets like impaled with the cross and lifted up, and there's like this this flames that come out of him. But it looks like it's coming right out of his ass. Like he like farted. Like, like seriously, look at it. It's it's. Pretty, I'll have to go back. It's, I've it's, never noticed that. Oh my god! I go, and I've seen that movie a it's, bunch of times. Oh I have to go yeah, back yeah, and watch it's, it. So it's, it's, yeah, James Wood overacted, but Pliskin's an overaction too. Well, Pliskin's, Pliskin's an overaction in the in the case that you could tell he's really like, you can tell oh Kurt Russell's channeling like his inner Clint Eastwood yeah, when he's yeah. doing that. So, uh, Just like he's channeling his inner yeah, John Wayne yeah, when he's doing yeah. Big Trouble in Little uh, China. No, that's right. We, we totally forgot about B-Tilt. Well, that's not, to me, it's not a horror it's movie. It's not either. a horror movie, but it's, 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 it's like in every movie. It's like a comedy, it's action. Oh, it's a it's movie... A, 
Big Trouble in Little China is a movie where, one, you can never remake it, so yeah. you don't even try, because right, it's, right. it's just, nah. just going to fail. <clears throat> and everyone has to see it at least once. Oh, at least Everybody. once. At least once. It's a fantastic um, movie. It's, it's wonderful. It's one of those movies, you know what, it's one of those movies where I think, I can honestly say, growing up, even <laughs> as a kid, they're probably not getting half the jokes. Yeah. I loved that movie growing up, and I feel you like, know, you know what, I I was one of the, I was one of the, pe we were one of the people... Or guys who like yeah. love that movie before it was cool to love that movie. Yeah, after after this discussion, I'm really thinking Carpenter might be like the best director of all time. Carpenter's got some serious. He's got he's got some serious movie cred, man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah, yeah we're gonna say that because we're horror fans. But if you really mm -hmm. look at his body of work, oh, he's got that. some fan. Like The Fog's an awesome movie. That and he was married to, and obviously. Banged out Adrian Booby Barbeau. Yes. You may know from films as. Uh, you may know from films also as the Swamp film. Thing and the Fuck. Well, I think so. And Escape from New York. And Escape from New York. Yeah. Um, you can. Creepshow. <laughs> Wait, what? Creepshow. She was in Creepshow. That's right. And I think, like, if you listen. So Jamie Lee Curtis did an interview where I think when part of the reason why. I mean, she did, so even though he didn't direct Halloween 2, he produced it, and I think she kind of did that, you know, she did that role, she went back and did that movie, and I'm pretty sure Halloween 2 was 1980, yeah. but Making the Fog, 80, it was 81, it, it, it was 80 or 81, 80, 81. but Making the, Making the <laughs> Fog was hard, because I think that's when, that's when they were literally like going through, their like Deborah Hill and... John Carpenter were like going through their uh, divorce, and he was starting his relationship with Adrian Barbeau. So it was like, and she kind of see, she kind of summed it up as like it was like, you know, they were kind of like my parents, and they were going through a divorce. It was tough. Do you, do you know why? I mean, obviously, and I'm, obviously, the the original Fog is way better than this. Well, I don't even talk about that. Re that remake is the worst you know piece why? of shit I, I've, I've ever seen. I never really liked the Fog. Well, one, it's it, it's a ripoff of a. Um, uh, Doctor Doctor Who episode. Like, really? really? Oh yeah. Uh, secondly, it um, it it. You remember? Uh, you know when you were a kid, and if a teacher wanted to just shut your ass up, they they put in anything like any kind of cartoon. Yes. <coughs> well, a sometimes I know they yeah. had like a day where yeah. you could tell like, oh, we're gonna do a day of movies. I was like, okay, it was probably like. A month of after well, being fed up right. with his kids. Well, on, on Halloween, they did like this weird Garfield as a pirate. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And and I think there were like little ghosts in that. So when I saw the fog, I was like, oh. Well, so. People Garfield. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, to his credit, like, to his credit, I think, and I could be wrong. I've, I've been wrong before. Not the first time. Won't be the last time. I think he, um, like, when he's telling the ghost story at the beginning of The Fog, that's loosely based off, like, an old, like, an old... Episode of Doctor Who? Well, well yeah, I was going to say an yeah. old, like, an old ghost story. <laughs> I wish I could remember what that episode's called. It's not The Fog, but it's something close. It's, like, The Smog or something. Oh, God. <laughs> what, yeah, what came first? Uh, is that is that because well the fog was the seventies right? Nah, yeah, the fog's got to be. I feel like the fog was like actually, if I recall, the fog was probably like around like the or it was probably the around same, the early eighties too. Yeah, it was the I same time as, as Terror Train. 
You know, it could have been one of those things, like, I feel like every once in a while, movies, or it happens with music, too. There just seems to be a year where, like, movies talking about the same thing just happen to come out. Like, uh, what was the, okay, remember, like, the same year um, Armageddon I, came out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the giant meteor that's going to mm -hmm. hit Earth is the same year, like, uh, Deep Impact came out, which is, like, kind of what that's about, too. Wyatt Earp and Tombstone. Wyatt Earp and Tombstone. Um, Wyatt Earp, like they, like Wyatt Earp was just about, it was like halfway done production, and people were like, yeah, let's do this movie Tombstone. And Tombstone and is like just, way more, like way oh more God. entertaining to watch. And it's That's, a shame. It, it is because I, mean, I feel like Wyatt Earp would have been like if I obviously Wyatt Earp was um yeah more historically accurate. I mean, it, it is astonishingly accurate. Well, going back to, like, okay, so going back to, um, like, going back to Dracula for a second, there's a Dracula movie coming out called The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which is basically just a movie. It looks kind of good, too. It's just a movie. Oh. It's by the director who did Autopsy, Jane Doe. Okay, that's good. It's basically just a movie where it's talking about just the voyage part. Yeah, him slurping on, uh. You know, him I mean, obviously, they're going to take some liberties with the story yeah, they always yeah, do. Yeah. But I think that that movie's coming out in August, and I think they purposely pushed that movie because they didn't want it to come out the same time as Renfield, because that's another Dracula movie, yeah. technically. Yeah. And they yeah. were like, nah, we're not going to put ours out yet. Because, I, but they've been done. talk about another Nosferatu. There is, yeah. Um, you know, I'd like. So <laughs> and you, did you hear who's directing it? No. Robert Eggers. Okay. I was and am still fiending for a Dracula that is scary. Oh, he was not scary. Um, Dracula, no, God, no, no, not Dracula even, doing one-liners. Not even a little. Um, it's just like he, he, he was always kind of like, I mean, yeah, he was very so, violent, but he was throwing like these one-liners in that were very poor, very stupid. What do you like incubating like? people to be vampires like literally have like boxes I, you like, know my um, like, dude this is garbage i think um what's his name it wasn't warlock because that was nosferatu and nosferatu looking I, I know i know it oh barlow barlow um i think barlow was the closest thing to like a scary dracula possibly even a vampire so maybe about yeah i mean so I think I think uh -oh, Christopher uh -oh, Lee okay. I think Christopher Lee in the I say the first two. All right. Even though technically well, yeah, I say yeah, the first two. It's basically the same movie. Horror of Dracula, Horror of Dracula and Dracula Prince of Darkness. Mm. I think he's really scary. Not you know what I mean? Like he's he's very Dracula, Prince of Darkness, he really doesn't have any kind of... He doesn't have any dialogue at all. So it's kind of... put And Dracula, the horror of Dracula, which was the first Hammer Dracula yeah, series, yeah. he actually had some dialogue and stuff. And oh. he actually... When you first see him... Yeah. He's in the all black, just like in the novel. Because he didn't have a red cape. That came way later. No, but the red cape is cool. The red cape is cool. <clears throat> but he was dressed in all black like the novel. And, you know, he was, he was tall. He could be handsome, but then he could... He could turn the rage on real quick. The first time you, the first time yeah, you see a dragon with real like, blood coming, like a like a, you know what I mean? When he got the hungry, well, literally became an animal. I think that's probably so. 
I'm I'm gonna say in, in that respect it's for its time. I'm sure the thirty one Dracula scared the hell out of kids that were watching. Oh sure. The I mean I think I mean, with, with the the bat there was even a string, I think, right? You can see you can see the string on the bat. If I had a time machine, I would love to go back in time mm -hmm. just to see people's like reactions to watching those movies yeah, for the first time yeah, yeah. like people were fainting when they saw frankenstein for the first time no kidding i know that i know that that was like, like it's, 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 it's like it's historically documented <laughs> oh uh, yeah i mean you know people were getting up and leaving the theater when they saw night of the living dead for the first time they couldn't they couldn't stand oh, yeah, watching yeah, it like yeah, it was just yeah. they were terrified and like disgust in psycho you know the, the sister ends up looking for her sister um and there's a detective that's also looking because there was you know that's also looking for Arbogast. Huh? Arbogast? What was what was the, the detective's name? I thought it was Arbogast. Sam Lewis. Was it really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, that that's where he got the name for uh for Sam Lewis, yeah. Did I you, can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know the, the, all the years I, all the years I've watched Psycho, I've never even thought about that. I was thinking when you said that initially, I thought you meant the private detective Arbogast, who's oh. actually the second victim of Norman Bates in that movie. Yeah. Um, did you uh, did you know Christopher? He so John Carpenter initially asked Christopher uh, Lee yeah, yeah. to play Sam Loomis and in, Lee. in Halloween, and Loomis or, and Christopher Lee's like, "Nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it." And then like they, he thought it was going to go anywhere. He didn't think it was going to go anywhere because so Halloween. Hey, we're actually going to talk about Halloween now. Ooh. Halloween was actually so that was like a that was like an indie film. Uh, it was like uh, you probably know more about the budget. Like it was like ten thousand, a hundred thousand. It didn't have a big was, budget. I think it. I'm pretty sure it was originally called like the Babysitter Killings. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't even going to be called uh, Halloween. Uh, a lot of its trace elements. Um, and I, I'm not. I am in no way, shape, or form calling Carpenter a. Uh, a fraud or a forger or anything like that. Um, he got a lot of his material, like looking like you know, just just a lot of how the movie was was set up as far as uh, feel and suspense from Black Christmas. Oh yeah, he actually, well, he called the director up and was like, "So, what if I was going to do something similar, but on Halloween with that, with that." You know, Bobby, and he was like, I don't care. Well, you know what, though? So, to me, okay. To, I mean, it's not like, I mean, Carpenter's definitely taken liberties before. I mean, how look at uh, Shatner's face. Well, okay, so a guy, uh, an actor that we love, okay. we both love very fondly, Michael Caine, uh, said it yeah. best. Michael Caine said it best. You can steal, just steal from the best people. Mm -hmm. He said that, you know what I mean? Um, and I think... If you're going to use, I don't even want to say steal. If you want to use the term borrow. Borrow, yeah. When I watch Halloween and I watch Black Christmas, I mean, the only thing I really see Halloween borrowed from is like, I mean, obviously the opening shot of the first person yeah. view, whatever. But when I watch, when I watch Halloween, I feel like it's its own. Oh, no, it, it is mean? certainly. I definitely think Carpenter. It, it would yeah. have the, the accolades or, or to be called the, you know, uh, quintessential slasher film if, if it, if it yeah. did way back when we were talking about uh cuts of movies yes you know yes halloween is one of those things and me and you've had this talk many times over the years halloween is one of those movies where 
I think the TV cut is better. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Oh, oh no, no. I'll, I'll, mm. You know where I'm going with this. So, I, I know what you're saying by TV cut, but there's technically three cuts. I mean, you have to remember the TV cut was made to fill in stuff that they couldn't air. Exactly. But, so I, but I think, but for, you know, that's why I, you know, they're why I put that out there, not you. Uh, I don't, um, I don't, I, well, I, if I'm watching Halloween, I'm watching that one. Yeah. The extended, the extended cut. The extended there cut. is so much more to, um, well, first of all, perhaps we should get into the, the reason the, the, that cut was made. And, very and good. You how it up. was, and the time frame in which it was done. Well, very good. Very good you bring that up. So, what a lot of people may know or don't know, um, Halloween, there's the, there's the cut that probably everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, so, back, way back when, not everybody went to the theater they showed a lot of they showed a lot of oh, movies on yeah, TV. TNT and TBS. And movies coming to TV was a lot of the first time people were going to see these movies. Uh, so I believe I could be mistaken, but I believe because the cut of Halloween versus the actual like um, time for advertisement and stuff like that, they basically basically they had to they needed more time for to air it on TV. Yeah, they had to fill a time slot. Yeah, and they, they had, had to cut a couple. Yeah, they had to cut the I, I think scene. something about the eating the dog. Well, they only reference that. You don't really see that. Okay, all right, yeah. But so basically, they're like, "Hey, we need, we need, like, we need some more footage mm -hmm. to fill in to have at this prime time slot in TV." So that's when they added additional footage. Um, the additional footage is, I think, it's uh, you see, oh, man. you see Loomis actually go in front of the board. And, uh huh. And, and just yeah. And like basically Michael's, tell them like you can't let this guy. You got you can't let this guy out. And they're like, he's, well, play, he's playing with you. He's like playing possum. He's right. He's and then he comes in. You just see this boy sitting by the window. Mm -hmm. And you got him all fooled, don't you, Michael? That's not in the the. That's not in the theatrical cut. Uh, the sister. Yeah. Isn't, well, isn't on there. Well, after he escapes. Yeah. That scene where he escapes and he's like, evil is gone from you. Evil yeah. is gone. And then they kind of cut to Jamie Lee Curtis. They cut back to, and it's right before you see. So when you watch the theatrical cut, it cuts right to Loomis and uh, the head oh, guy yeah, who runs yeah. the sanitarium walking out. And he's basically like, "I told everybody, you should have told us with more precautions." Like, they cut right to that. Oh scene yeah, in the, All the bureaucracy and whatnot. Right. right in the okay. TV version, mm -hmm. you he actually see the room that he stayed in. It's all smashed. He wrote "sister" on the wall, yeah. like blood, kind of, but like he's. Um, there's some added material about, um, there's some extra material of, like, Jamie Lee Curtis talking to her friends. Like, she comes over to borrow the blouse. Yeah. The scene where she's like, don't rip my blouse, it's expensive. That's really because, don't rip my blouse, it don't belong to me, I borrowed it. I know there was more Loomis. Because there's, like, three or four distinct scenes. It's, it's not, it's, it's not like, it's not a lot of stuff they add. But a little, well, just a little bit of stuff in the beginning kind of makes Michael Myers that much more scary. It's during the uh, in the duration of the film. To me, I mean, how should I, how should I put this? For me, it filled in a lot of a lot of gaps. Like I, you know, you, if you've seen the film once, maybe it's best to see the film once. So then, it, like the theater version first. So then you're like, okay, I understand that this guy just came out of nowhere, killing people for no reason thing, and then you know. 
see about the sister and how Loomis was. But I mean, I won't, I won't roll without watching the extended Halloween followed by Halloween too. That's what I mean. Like yeah. I prefer even so. But I, I take out the the Halloween. There's an extended cut of Halloween too, like thirty seconds. Um, the guy that remember this dude? He like he slips. Oh yeah, and he yeah. His head open. Her, her, like her, he, the, yeah. her, her love interest. In right, that movie, right. Too, which is kind of creepy because she's supposed to be like seventeen and he was supposed to be like twenty five. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so this guy he wakes up from his half coma and is like. And then she smiles back like, and then it ends. She's like, what's yeah, that? I don't get it. Like, I'm never, yeah. Uh, Halloween 2, the yeah. original, the original cut of the movie is preferable. And like, going back to this one, like, I mean, I, a lot of people don't like Halloween 2. I don't understand two why. Is, is, is fan, fantastic. And the, uh, it, I kind of understand yeah, why, well, but I, I like you it. Know, can, can we, uh, I want to, um, Go back to the oh added material. Yeah, go ahead. And I, I'm sure you know this. Um, it was either you or my brother. Uh, my brother is also a, a huge Halloween aficionado type dude. Um, so the reason they were able to add all that stuff and have it look like everything from the first movie is because around that time they were already filming. Ha they were filming Halloween too. So they had the sets, the same actors, everything. So they were basically like, all right, we need to add. So in the, in the middle of shooting two, they had to like, like, okay, we need to add a couple stuff, you know, a couple scenes to fill in some, some time issues with the airing of Halloween one. Well, I think that, and I, well, they had just about everything. I forget what Jamie, because I'm pretty sure Jamie Lee Curtis is wearing a wig. Halloween too. That's yeah. why the hair don't match. Mm -hmm. Because I forget what movie she was filming. She might have been filming Terror Train. She, I, I, I know that those movies came out in the same year. She, I think she was filming another movie. movie. That's like a yeah. wig. Um, and obviously his mask is like a little bit different. Yeah. How? Um, what? I don't. So why did they? Is there any knowledge as to why they used Shatner's a Shatner mask and just painted white? Like, like, was it some kind of like? I you forget, know. so... Uh, Is there a reason for it? Well, I used to know. Like, I kind of feel like... Okay, so I feel like... Me and you... That's another thing, like, too. There yeah. was an actual... There was an actual novel for oh, Halloween. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That me and you read. We read that novel. Well, and I you, borrowed it from you. You borrowed... Well, we still read it. I know. Like I said, we read it and they give a little bit, you know, their whole intro to why he's the way he is is way different. I'd recommend if you can find a copy uh, of it, please read yeah. it. Yeah, the last time the last time I looked, it was going like a beat up copy. It was going for two hundred fifty dollars. It's yeah, it's hard to get. Yeah, it's it's very good. I have it somewhere. I have it in my library downstairs. Um, oh yeah, so it, I mean, was it just like a to Shatner or? No, I honestly think it was one of those things where like they. So when you read the novel, I think he's wearing. The way they describe it in the novel, it's almost like he's still wearing a semi-like clown mask, or he's wearing one of those like clear, oh, I, I got clear you. plastic I got you. masks. Remember those back yeah, in the day? Yeah, like, I, thought, real I thought we were going more along the um, and I think origin well, I, of the Mark and the Celtic Druid sacrifice. No, I mean, well, they talk about that in the book, but I think the way he's like the way he's described when he's doing the killings, it's like he's got like this 
goofy makeup and stuff on. I think he it's almost like he's wearing a clown mask. Yeah. Or he's wearing like I one of those it. masks that was just like plastic and weird. I know the type. Like the bad guys in Cobra are wearing. <laughs> That's kind of like what no, I think of yeah. in the description. I think what they, yeah, no, I no, think no, it was just one of those cases yeah. where like, hey, they don't know what they're going for and it's a low budget movie so they grabbed the Shatner mask and painted it and it's like, okay, it works, go. What's amazing is he just grabs it. I mean, it's not like looking for a mask. He just grabs that one. Well, so and, so in Halloween, they don't even they don't even tell you like it. So you see the you see the scene where she yeah. you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is pulled over and like someone robbed the hardware hardware store. And it's like, ah, right, grab some knives, rope, and a Halloween mask. Right, but was it? Um, so it was probably two. Yeah, it was two. Where they shoot. Don't they shoot a guy because he, he's wearing a Michael mask? Yeah. And Tramer. Right. And, yeah, good call on the name. Um, so, with, so it seems like he just went to the store, oh, here's a mask, I'm taking it. But then there's so much about how the mask kind of makes him and the, the connection that he has to it after the kills, as, as you see in the, the, uh, more recent, the more recent sequels. Well, you know, okay... To me, like four, we're gonna do like a four is like a whole nother episode we'll do. But I want to reference this the new new ones. Well, the new yeah. new ones, yeah. <laughs> new, new. I mean, but like I, that's what I think is funny. Like, so when you go back and like watch Halloween four, mm -hmm. Halloween four to me, it's like should be a way better movie than it is. And one of the reasons why it's uh, not yeah, is because yeah. like. He grabs a brand new mask, and it looks like it, it looks like someone went to the store and bought a brand new mask. It's not broken in. It doesn't work. Uh, and another thing I always think was funny. I was like, man, Haddonfield. No one can forget Halloween night and terrible things that happened. There's so many years ago. You're selling that mask in the store because uh, <laughs> he steals it from the store. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, yo, Haddonfield well, selling that mask after all that shit that went down? And people got killed wearing the mask. Yeah. You know, bystanders. Because they weren't even pretending to... You, the guy obviously wasn't pretending to be... Tramer obviously was pretending to be Michael Myers. Because all the stuff just happened that night. No, he bought, he the, he bought, the, he bought his mask yeah. at this hardware store because it's the same uh -huh. night. Uh-huh. Before he got robbed. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, and that, and he comes in, Michael comes in and that. And he's walking like, away from the cops because he, he knows he's drunk. Yeah. He, he puts on a, <laughs> Michael puts on a, a ghost suit, right? In Halloween, yeah. Yeah, and pretends to and be puts a boyfriend. He puts on last yeah. too, yeah. He's, get your uh, ghost, Bob. Well, I, I remember um, <clears throat> in welding class. Uh, you and I were talking about the differences because I, I was basically like, you know, Michael Myers and so so this is going back to like fifteen when we were fifteen, sixteen. Like, you know, ah, Michael Myers, Jay you know, the Michael Myers versus Jason, who could beat who type thing. And and you said uh, Michael Myers, and I'm like, why? He doesn't quite have the same strength as Jason, you know, and you were like, because Michael Myers is methodical. And I remember that was the exact word he used. And I was just kind of impressed. And like, yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah. If you if you really watch those movies, you break it down. Like I look at I look at uh, we're really comparing the two. I look at Michael Myers as like crafty and more like crafty in the way he thinks of things to do and how to set the stuff up. Where like to me, Jason's more just like 
kind of more like a brute. Which, yeah. But then no, again, I, like I Jason, see that. I see that. Jason is like. Jay, they actually see that's the thing with the Halloween, like going back to like the imperfections of like the whole franchise. Like the Friday, the Friday the Thirteenth franchise has like the same kind of like inconsistencies uh, and stuff like that. But at least in Friday the Thirteenth, it's like they came to a point in that franchise where they're like, "Look, right. we're gonna stop pretending that he's like a guy who's just fucking taught to kill. Yeah. We're literally gonna do the whole Frankenstein <laughs> monster." Lightning is making is making him an immortal being. Yeah, kind of right, right. That was, if we're going to continue forward, because in six, right? in six, yeah. Michael, like Halloween, has Halloween shows when I watch the franchise, like Halloween shows a, um, not a total commitment, like a fear of commitment to doing that. They tried it. Uh yeah. Well yeah. And it's, a lot of people liked it or didn't like it. Me personally, I I like and this is another whole episode we'll do because I actually like the movie, even though, you know, kind of suffered a lot of it suffered a lot through the editing process. But Halloween six where it's like, nah, oh, this is this man, is our that's, that's uh it's a shame, really, but it's, this is this is, is our commitment to like we're just yeah. gonna stop pretending he's a normal human right. being because we're not getting uh, away with another six movies I mean, and it, being it, unstoppable, stoppable person. I mean, it, it is a good addition to four and five. I I, I honestly do feel that four and well, especially five, um, lead into six because the man in black, you know, shows up. So the Halloween franchise could like. What's popular right now is like, I mean, is multiverse stuff. Like the comic book movies are doing yeah, it. A lot of other yeah. like things are trying to do their own like kind of multiverse kind of kind of shit. Like Halloween has like its own multiverse. It's really, it's like Candyland. Like the way you can play. Like you can skip and go to the bridge, or you can keep going this way. Yeah, that way. I mean, there's there's. <clears throat> One and two. There's one and two, and then there's this movie that's like its whole other entity, Halloween yeah. Three. Yeah. So there's the fork. Now, if well, you take this yeah. road, it semi follows the events of Halloween Two. Yeah. But Jamie Lee Curtis, Louis Strode's character, is passed away. Yeah. Daniel Harris's character is adopted by another family. She's the daughter. Yeah, yeah that's so, such a... Jamie, Jamie, like Jamie Lloyd. Thing, yeah. And it goes this way. Yeah. And you have four, four or five, five and six. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't like that idea. So then you have this other fork where it's like, we're going to act like H2O. Yeah, like four, five, and six never happened. Is the sequel. We got, we got Curtis back. Yeah, we're going to make... Okay, we got Curtis now. We got our headliner. We got this... Uh, so we're going to act like H2O, and then... Resurrection branches off from H2O. I do like the props they gave to to the character of Loomis in H2O in the beginning. Yeah, but that nurse. That nurse is that in, was cool. Yeah, that nurse is in a, a bunch of those. Yeah, one, two, and then you have oh. then you have this other fork that's current where oh. we're gonna act like Halloween two from nineteen eighty. What didn't, didn't happen. happen? It was one, and now we're just gonna do Halloween. Halloween right. kills, Halloween ends. So you just got so, like this, like, okay, you got this complete what triangle, multiverse, tri, or tri-passage of... Here's why I think Michael Myers in Halloween 6 is the best. He, because he is? 
Well, that, I mean, there's no disputing it. That was actually a really good movie. It wasn't. And, like, like, there, and there's actually, I mean, it's basically two movies. It's basically two movies. They yeah. Did a, yeah. It's, like I said, that's a movie where it suffers from the editing process because when what, uh, Donald Pleasance, who plays Sam Loomis, oh yeah. died during the making of that film. Mm -hmm. And they and then they had the one initial cut of that movie. It didn't work. Yeah. It's um, and they had to re-edit it and he passed away, so they did the best one what they could, and that's the one we got in the theater. The one came out many many years later. That's but, the first that's the first of the franchise I saw in the theater. Me too. Uh -huh. Me too. Uh, me and me yeah, and my Tom, old friend Tom, Jamie Leo. That was oh. so part six is uh very actually uh sentimental to me because I'll never forget when I first saw it. Bro. Oh, so my friend Jamie and I forget how old uh, I was, but hold on. So my yeah. my dad didn't want to see it. What, so six? six. He was like, I'm not going to see this movie. He was so, like a dad monster squad. Pretty much. <laughs> but my dad. So there was these older guys. They must have been like high school guys or college guys. They were going to see it, and he went up and he's like, Look, I'll give you guys a couple bucks, man. Can they act like they're going in with you, like your your little older brothers or something? They want to see it. They're only like 15. I'm not going to see this. And they're like, Yeah, okay. So my dad gave these guys a couple of bucks. <laughs> we went in with them. Yeah. <laughs> because like I said, you had to be you had to be with an adult to see movies. Right. And they were strict about that then. Yeah, they were. Because this was like what, ninety six, I think. Uh, 95, 96. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, not ninety six, because I, I mark so oh I I've this you, you saw the Facebook thing with like um Oh we're like the, the, the celebrating memory. Yes. So I start with Halloween one and Halloween six. If it came out after Halloween six, it's trash. <laughs> it's garbage because it's they're all remakes. Or if it they came are. out after Halloween six, it's not legit. The era of the genre just kind of. Well, I think we owe it. we owe a lot of that to Scream. I think fucking Scream. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's actually the first slasher movie that came out. I. I it's the first slasher that came out, or the last slasher to come out before Scream in the theaters. Yeah. It is. Uh, and yeah, Scream kind of did everything because, you know, I mean, it was it, it was geared more towards kids. I thought. Teen, it, teenagers. And when we say kids, uh, we say we mean teenagers because yeah, we, we're, we're, we're old, mean, we're we old mean, fucking men now. Yeah, we mean, we mean <laughs> teenagers. Uh these kids. You know, I mean, I, I did, I did like, like, they did that, what is it, it called, like, meta something? Something, it was like, okay, so it was like, meta horror. Meta horror, like, breaking, well, break, basically breaking dimension. Yeah, Breaking yeah. the dimension, I mean, like, a so, typical horror slasher, like, breakdown. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it, it's what popularized, but I want to, shortly before, not shortly, but a little bit before that was uh, New Nightmare. Which, which New Nightmare, which I think which was is great. I think it's a great movie. I mean, I think it's... I, I go 1-3 New Nightmare all day. Yeah. So if, we're not, if we're not counting Freddy vs. Jason, I would do that, too. Because I love Freddy vs. Jason. I... Uh, I love that movie. Hey, man. It is what it is. It is, it is what it is. <laughs> It's, it's a it's a monster mash movie. It's a monster mash movie. It's a monster mash. It was also more towards like younger on. I just it was there was just too much 
slapstick and this and that. Well, that, yeah, but you know what? I, mean, I, I didn't. Wanted, I didn't expect okay. anything less. To me, that's like okay. That's like I, I get it. That's like your Godzilla um, vs. King Kong of horror. I want to see some shit like Old Man Logan, where Freddy Krueger is just like destroying Jason, and then Jason's like all but eating his head. <laughs> Oh, like he's the dumb hawk. Yeah, yeah, the vice Yeah, like yeah. Well, you never know, man. We might, we might. We, um, there's all never say never. I here's mean, some, here's something interesting. Um, another one of those I just found out like two weeks ago. Thanks. Um, there was gonna be a Candyman versus Leprechaun movie. I think it might have taken place in space. I don't know. Oh god. And they they talked talk to the guy who's Candyman, whose name just eludes me right now. Tony Todd. Yeah. Tony Todd. And he's he was also in a very good um, remake of um, Night Living Dead. Night Living Dead. Directed by Baby Mama John. No. Directed by uh, my man who oh, is the special effects icon. Oh, 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 uh, my man Sex Machine? Sex Machine. Yeah. His name Tazadine. Tazadine, yeah. Um, I met the guy, Tom Sabini. Yeah. Come on, come on. Marvel, what are you doing? <laughs> Tony Todd, he was like, and, and he was really not known for anything but Candyman. So he needed money, and even he was like, he turned it down flat. He was like, no, I'm not disrespecting the movie Candyman by putting it in a Leprechaun movie. I'll be in Jason. Like, I'll be in yeah. Jason X instead. Yeah, yeah, Jason. <laughs> That's right. You want me to be in a space movie? I'll be this random guy in space getting killed by the slasher icon, but I would not be Candyman in space. Thank God. I thought it was. I thought it was Peter Menza. I could be wrong. Um, uh, My editing team is going to love me for this episode. I'm like 100% certain that it was Doc Torre. I might have. I thought it was Tony Todd, but I could be be completely wrong. You could be. You could be. Obviously, I've not gone back to. I've not gone back enough and watched Jason X. Horror movies are the easiest. You can make a. You can make a horror movie that doesn't cost a lot of money, and it will make money because people love horror movies, yes, and they love because so, um, they love these icons. So that about wraps it up here at Marvel of Horror, where we discussed many things today. Many kind of stayed kind of stayed on track here and there with the Halloween franchise. Yeah. Clint, thanks again for joining me. Anytime, Bruce. Follow, follow me at the Marvel of Horror podcast on YouTube. Leave your comments, like, subscribe, and we will see you next time. Thanks again.